Jimmy in the ether. I'm Mary Pearson Polka, good friend of mine. We're just going to have a discussion about. Well, I didn't know why, after how many years of faithful service at the Walmart store, you give it up. Uh, 54 days shy of 10 years. And it was sort of a combination of a bunch of little things. Um, everything from certain changes Walmart policy or Walmart as a corporation made in their policies to store level things that bothered me to personal matters. Well, let's start with uh, the company policy changes. They seem to become more on the shit on the little guy. Um, one, they used to have year, or quarterly bonuses, okay. which we called my share. Right, right. Um, everybody got them. Your store had to be profitable. You had to have meet certain criterias. Not a problem. My store made it almost every single time. Okay. We took pride in that. Um, not just because we got our bonuses, but the sheer fact that we made it was over the the three C's: clean, courtesy. And I forget what this third C was, but they suddenly decided to get rid of the bonuses for base level associates. Team leads or department managers and assistant managers can still get it bonuses every year or quarter or whatever, but low level employees don't get it anymore. When the low level employees were getting this, how much is that? I think the highest one I ever got was over $300. Oh, wow. For a quarter. That's actually really good. Yeah, and it was a great incentive. Incentive For sure. Um, you wanted to see your store, a lot of people wanted to see their store do better. The more profitable your store was, the harder you worked, the higher your bonus was, which was great. It also got based on attendance. If you had so many occurrences, you got like maybe 25% of okay, it knocked you. off. But somebody like me who's had damn near perfect attendance, I always got 100% of the bonus. Nice. But no. down, to, down to the Badger plant, you're going to get a $100, which is going to come out to 94-something <laughs> every Christmas. Well, that'll one, work. One year it was way more, mm-hmm. and then it was back to 100 and then one year it was nothing. Oh, shit. Which everybody was, we just got a card, and they, they handed out, you know, how they put it in a card, yeah. a, a nice Christmas card, and then you open it up and look at your thing. There was just nothing in there. <laughs> Lovely. And then now it's back though. We're actually doing that place is doing pretty decent yeah. now, making money wise. You wouldn't That's know good. it by the state of the parking lot in <laughs> <laughs> the dust hour. The par- <laughs> the parking lot. You mean the pond? But that's one of my biggest gripes about working there. Oh, by the way, Mary has left the Walmart and joined the. Uh, Circus down at Badger Precision. <laughs> okay, so bonuses went away. Bonuses that sucks. went away. Um, like the people greeters, they got rid of them, and there was like very little notice on that. Okay. Um, Did they for, just for, can't? Well, 
Did they just can them people, or did they? Yeah, a lot of them just got canned. Um, I think a couple of them uh, qualified for, like, retirement, but most of them just got let go. They got a small severance package, and that was it. But the thing is, is a lot of the people that we, at least at my store, um, a lot of those people were retirees that they just needed something to do. Right. Or uh, notice there's some handicapped people yep. that do it. Some, there's still a guy that's sometimes there. There is now. And that sort of, Ooh. that was insinua- that was put in more at a store level after Corona because this all happened before the coronavirus thing okay. then we got the uh we sort of got them back a little bit because we needed health ambassadors um to hand out masks or whatever okay basically glorified door greeters <laughs> so a health ambassador you know you've told me i've heard you say health ambassador before and i thought there's really somebody that has a little office yeah, there's no. making plans about how to keep everybody healthy and safe no, we were giving little talks about ergonomic lifting and whatnot. It's I, just, I, just, it's just a mask giveaway. The mask giveaway, or when we had to like temp everybody and do the questions, you know, blah blah blah. Um, it was the person that sat at the employee entrance and did all that. And I mean, basically, the biggest requirement of that is you had to sign a form saying, "Hey, I'm not going to violate your HIPAA rights," gotcha. which. It's pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Just keep your yap shut. Okay, so firing some people, got rid of the bonus. Basically, it's just they expected. It was just the general piss on the little guy. You know, I mean, I had my mar- my market manager in one of our market managers. Flat out said in front of a bunch of us, everyone here is very easily replaceable. All right, have fun replacing me. Problem with that? This is kind of true. It is, but it isn't. I mean, yes, majority of the people, yes, are very easily replaceable. You can find any Joe Blow to do it. But we do have a handful of people at every store, not just my store, that really know what the fuck that they're doing. That know their shit. I mean, hell, I couldn't count how many team leads, department managers, fuck, even a couple assistant coaches that I trained on certain procedures. Right, right. It's like, all right, fine. Go ahead. You deal with the, you know, crabby one over here that can't frickin' show up to work to save her life. I'll go find a job somewhere else. We're good. What all jobs did you do there? I worked in Lawn and Garden. I was department manager of Toys and Stationaries briefly. I had some personal shit that went on. Toys and Stationery? Toys and Stationery. The department manager had both of those areas at that time. Yeah, don't try. Okay. No, <laughs> I, I have to ask. Okay. Where is the stationary department? Is that the, like the notebooks by yes. the cards and stuff? Yes. Okay. Toys and stationary. you're in charge of Crayolas and notebooks. Yes. Okay. At that time. Now, the person who runs Lawn and Garden has toys. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I mean, each store is different on which department managers have, you know, like... If you go to the Marshfield or the Wausau store, 
Um, whoever's in charge of electronics also has books and crafts. Well, that makes sense because it's the electronics is on one side, the crafts is on the other, and the books are right on the edge of electronics. At our store, but not all stores. Like, you go to some of the bigger stores, the books is way up front. Like the stationery? Yeah. And the the toys. Not not even, may as well throw in the gun department. (laughs) Okay, anyway, so you've uh, done those? Um, Yep, I did receiving and claims. Definitely can check a guy out at Yep, I've done cashiering. Um, I've done several remodels. Uh, Basically giving stores a facelift. Okay. Um, for several years, every time corporate would say, hey. Uh, is, that, is that basically when they move everything around so you can't find it? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Some stores, yes. Um, we've had departments completely relocate. Um, other ones, it's just getting new shelves or new equipment or making the floor prettier. It varies from store to store depending on what their store needs. Our store... We got a bunch of new shelving in. We rearranged the departments. Um, when I first started there, we didn't have a crafts department. Mm-hmm. Um, so that got put in. Stationery got moved from back by electronics up to up to um, near uh, health and beauty. I gotta stop using the shorter terms. Um, it's kind of like when me and Terry were talking all acronyms about military yeah, stuff. pretty much. <clears throat> At least some of those I knew, you know. But, yeah. I did a few remods, did claims in receiving. I remember for a while you were going to a different store. Is yeah, that that's the, the remod, remods. Remod yep. thing? Nine times out of ten, those were remods. Um, other times they were just, hey, this store needs extra help. Right. Um, and I learned a lot going to different, going to the different stores, doing different things. I learned a lot that I didn't learn at my store. It was a lot easier in bigger stores to learn. So it definitely came beneficial to me. Um, but yeah, I did, uh, claims and, um, receiving, um, which was also a small part of the AP department asset protection department okay um and then i went to online grocery pickup i think that if i had to work at the walmart i think that's the job i would choose no no it's that terrible huh what um well actually no you might you might enjoy it i hate shopping okay so, one of my favorite things in the whole world is get really stoned and shop. <laughs> See, you'd be perfect at so, it. So, if I just have a list, of, oh, I know where that is. Yeah. Three cans of tuna in the cart. Yeah, you'd probably love it. I think I'd be great at that. I hate shopping. I despise it with a passion, whether it's for me or for somebody else. But at the time, I had personal issues with Edwin and... I needed to cut my hours, so I had to leave receiving, and it was either, at that point in time, it was either go to OGP or go to cashiering. If I had to be stuck at a cash register all day, that's probably the point in time I would have shot myself in the head. It just, I couldn't do it. I, I would have lost my mind months ago. Um, 
but then now I'm over a badger. I mean, oh no, there's more to it than <laughs> that. I got a question. Okay. Um, there's a, there <laughs> we go. I love everyone in this world. You can yeah. do anything you want with your life. Uh huh. As long as you're not assaulting my children or taking yep. my guns away, do yes. your thing. What is it about Walmart that attracts the uh, the alternative lifestyle people? It's accepting. Is it? Is, is it? Do they yes. literally have a? I will give Walmart high praise on that corporate wise and at least for our store i mean i've heard horror stories because i'm on like i'm on every facebook walmart associate you know whatever department facebook page there is i'm on them all um or at least i was i think i got rid of some of them but there are some horror stories out there of simple things like one girl just did not like the name she was given at birth she was trying to save up the money to legally change her name. Right. And she wasn't going so she wasn't going from like Ju, J, or Jane to George. She just went from like Hope to Heidi. Okay. Um it it was no major thing, but and when she got hired, she said, "Hey, this is the name I prefer to go by." You know, she did everything she was supposed to under Walmart standards. She had one um, assistant manager that flat out refused to call her by her chosen name. That's bullshit. Yeah. And there's even worse stories than that. But our store and a lot of other stores are very accepting, not only of alternative lifestyles, but of disabilities, of Mm -hmm. all that. And it's, it's awesome. I love it. That's one of the things that I stuck with Walmart for so long is that there's they are accepted. There's no they're, not they're much not much hatred. No, because I've no, I've noticed that even at the Benford Walmart, there's a I <laughs> I, I have no idea what these people are doing, but yeah. I feel like there's a few trans people there. Yes. For sure. Yes. And it's just they're just a cool thing. And yeah. I think that's actually kind of good for Medford because there's like three Catholic churches and three Catholic yeah. schools. And, you know, Medford, yeah, and Medford's a pretty conservative town. And to go in there and get a little bit of culture yeah. is probably good for those people. And honestly, you know what? If you look past their lifestyle, quote unquote, and look at the person... They're awesome. Everybody. They're amazing, sweethearted, lovable people. And one nice thing, uh, you know, especially with our store or the Medford store, is that if somebody was to come in there and start some shit with any one of our associates, okay. there's going to be about five to ten other ones right behind them ready to start. Oh, really? In. That's, yes. That's good. So, so there's a pretty tight... Yes. It's pretty, pretty tight friend group. Yeah, well, it's a family. It really is. When it comes down to it, I mean, there are a, so, people I worked with for just a couple months, or people I've worked with for years, 
that I want to stay in touch with. I want to know how their lives are going, even though I'm hmm. not there to see them every day. I still care about them. They're still, I'm still close with them. I mean, we have one um, front end team lead that I can't wait to see her new baby. She, you, you keep saying we. You don't oh, work there. Sorry. Well, there. It's, I know it's, it's still a family. It's still, I don't know, it's still, you know, in a way, part of me. I, I got the same thing at the mill. Scott Hartman, world-class asshole. World-class asshole. I think I nicknamed him today. Yeah? What would you call him? Asshole? The Grinch. The Grinch. Krabby Santa, Scott. Yep. Is, it's got to be the same one. Yeah. He's the guy that runs a machine after mine. Yeah. In between mine and yeah, yours. Krabby asshole. <laughs> but I love him. Yeah. If he called me and said he was in the ditch right now and he needed a spare tire for his truck, yep. I'd be go right there. Yeah. I love everybody there, really. I've kind of stopped looking. There was a long time in my life where I would judge people, mm -hmm. like, in the first couple days of, yeah. of meeting them. God, this guy's an asshole, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to hate him forever. But now I kind of look at people like, that person was a baby once. <laughs> yeah. And the conditions that he... Grew up, he or she grew up mm -hmm. in made them into exactly. what they are now. Yeah, I mean, there's still a human being in there. Max, could you grab me a grain belt out of the fridge, please? Yeah, I mean, I'm I think along the same way, you never know what that person has been through in their life, you don't know what problems or trauma, yeah that they've been through or are currently going through. Right, right. So, I mean, it. I don't want someone judging me based on first impressions because, fuck, you catch me on a bad day, you're not going to see my best side. Well, I, I try not to judge other people, you know, along the same lines. as. I try to learn about them. I mean... Right. How me and you have said in the past how you just love learning about different things. Mm -hmm. I love learning about. I love learning about people. I mean anything from their culture to their history. It, when it comes, someone asked me, God, years ago, what my passion was. What is the one thing I love to do? And you know, because I was trying to figure out what type of job I wanted to go into. And. At that point in time, I had no idea, but it was a question that constantly stuck with me over the years. And I would say maybe, I think they asked me that maybe 10 years ago. I didn't finally answer the question until maybe a year or two ago. And then I realized my passion is people. I love people. I love learning about people. I love understanding them. I mean. I think that's why I've stuck with the service industry for so long also. There's a strange thing in this world that what I love about Rockfest so much mm -hmm. is, yeah, you get to see some music from a thousand yards away, whatever. Yeah. But every now and then you'll run into a conversation with a person mm -hmm. and you'll be talking to them and you can just, just a absolute stranger yeah I'll be talking to him and you can just tell that they got a whole bunch of pent-up shit mm -hmm. 
and usually at Rockfest I'm <laughs> pretty high or pretty yeah. stoned and you know I've got my guard down and there have been a couple times where and pe- other people have done this for me too mm-hmm. where you talk to somebody and hey how's it going you know blah 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 and then you say really how's it going mm-hmm. you don't know me you're never going to see me again mm-hmm. tell me that shit Exactly. That box up in your brain that holds all that pain, tell me about that. And you just sit there and you're like, oh, oh, really? Wow. Hmm. And when you do that for another person or they mm-hmm. do it for you, just to s- because there's stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, me and you are good friends, but there are definitely things I can't tell you. Oh, yeah. Because there's definitely shit I'd never tell you. Exactly. But why is it so... Why is it easier to tell it to a stranger? Well, like you said, the chances of you ever seeing that person again are slim. But honestly, that's where me and you differ hugely. There are parts of my brain, there are parts of my heart that I keep under such lock and key that... It doesn't matter if it's a stranger or if it's somebody I've known since I was a freaking toddler. I'm not letting that shit out for nobody. And it probably does me more damage than good. Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, actually, yeah, I know it does. Um, I guess it all comes back to, for me personally... It's sort of a fear of being judged or um, when I had one of the worst times in my life, I had people close to me, family, tell me I was lying. Right, right. And that tore me up. So it's like, why would I relive these other painful memories or insecurities that I have and run the risk of anybody demeaning exactly. what you have to say. Yeah. Well, that ain't nothing. Yeah. Or exactly that. Listen to the thing that happened to me. There's there's something about telling somebody mm-hmm. the shit on your brain that makes the shit in your brain less painful. I've I've found that to be true. Mm. I can understand that. Definitely understand that. You got that it's okay not to be okay thing on your cigarette yeah. deal there. Those people at Rockfest, mm-hmm. just them being right there mm-hmm. really helped my mental health situation a bunch. That's awesome. A bunch. And I, I, I would imagine that that's their goal. Yeah. But... I feel like it's way different now, but there was a long time when you had to fucking hide mm-hmm. if you were having trouble. And a lot of people still have that mentality. Right. To hide it, to not look weak. Um, I've, I've found myself a lot of times, say I got somebody that... Uh, 
I know has got some troubles going on, mm-hmm. and I probably heard it through back channels that mm-hmm. I shouldn't have heard it through. Yeah. And uh, I know they got a thing going on, mm-hmm. and I'll just I'll throw out the thing I got going on, mm-hmm. like uh, for instance, like in a line to punch out. Frank was going to be gone the next day or something. Mm-hmm. So Luke was like, oh, you got to run things tomorrow. And I'm like, I really don't want to run things tomorrow. I'm like, well, and he's like, why not? I said, well, because it put me in the fucking mental hospital. Why is that? Why did it put me in mental hospital? Yeah, well, that and why would you not want to? I mean, is any part. Let me rephrase this. Is, this is going to come out sounding a lot worse than I actually mean it. But is there any part of that whole operation that is really that damn difficult to do. Yes. The hard part of being the supervisor there is that you have a whole bunch of people that you have to take care of. True. Very true. And then, okay, the people you got to take care of are on your right side. Then you're in the middle. There's a little space between the right side and you because you still have to be the boss. Mm-hmm. You still have to be a little bit. A little bit of an asshole. A little bit above them, you know. Like, okay. But then on the left side of that, there's a big space. And mm-hmm. then you got, and I'm not talking about Darren in particular. I'm just talking about the way capitalism works in a company such yeah. as this. These people want to be treated better. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, you're telling there you're being told treat them fuckers worse we need m- them to work harder and make us money so what you wind up being is a big bullshit filter you have to take their complaints up and you have to rephrase them and send them to the ups and then you have to take what the ups say and rephrase them and send them to the downs does that make any sense what i'm yes. saying yes note to self don't ever fucking become a supervisor there uh, what why what you wind up in i won't filter shit in, in I'm not going to say I'm not a narcissist. I am a little bit of a narcissist yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But. Most of us are. I. I. I tried to. I tried to supervise with a military mindset. Okay. Where I need to take care of my people's welfare to mm-hmm. keep them working for me. Mm-hmm. And so much shit comes down from the top to you need to abuse these people. Yeah. And that's what makes you crazy is trying to keep that balance. I can understand that. But I anyway, I threw that right out in the line because I knew there was another employee mm-hmm. that had just kind of been in the yeah. hospital for a little bit. And I just threw that out as loud as I could. So that person would be like, oh, Tom has yeah. goes to the mental hospital, too. Yeah. And it helps them a little bit. Well, that's good. Because so it, it needs to be talked about. Yes, it does. I mean, hell, for years. And like I said, even still today, I mean, some people still believe in hiding it. And it's actually one of the worst things I think in a lot of ways you could do is keep it balled up. I mean, hell, I know personally for me, there's there's been times where I've wanted to reach out to somebody. You know, I don't need a lot. I just need you to come with me. And I don't. I don't want to hear the degrading comments or the looks or, you know, 
them not understanding why I need to do this, you know, but I do. And it just, it sucks. It really does. Mm. You know, and, I get it. And I was, I have no interest in that, son. Coconut lime Corona frescas. Stay away from them if you can. My husband got them from somewhere, and I knew I wasn't going to drink it. So I figured if you or your wife didn't drink it, somebody in your house. Oh, somebody. it'll get, if you leave that here, I guarantee. <laughs> no, you can't have that, Max. Yes, somebody will drink it along the way. I guarantee you, it'll get dropped. Yes. In my house, it'll just get thrown in the dumpster. Really? Yes. You throw away full alcohol? Yes. If it's been sitting in my house long enough. I had a freaking case of bush light that was sitting on the top of my port or basement steps for over a year. I'm like, well, I can't imagine this is good anymore. A yink, right in the dumpster and went. <sighs> Mary, it's canned. Beer does not go bad. Well, I don't know. You could pick up a Stroh's <laughs> from 1976 <laughs> right now and open it. And as long as there's some bubbles, it's safe to drink. Is it going to be delicious? Well, I'll try and remember that. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Max, do you know what that is? If you unroll that, it's actually a piece of wood that's cut real th- thin. Cedar. Fancy. $7 cigars come with that. Okay, so. Probably shouldn't name names, but. There's personal issues with people at the Walmart? Yeah, there was. Okay, there was a handful of people, and they worked in all different areas of the store, that I ended up nicknaming as the Bitch Brigade and the Gossip Girls. Um, and it just, it got to the point that I was getting so fucking annoyed with them that... Are they talking shit with you, or are they just they, gibbering well, okay. stupidities, or what? But, well... The bitch brigade bitches about everything and everyone. They're never fucking happy about anything. Um, which a handful of those people, I fully understand why they were, you know, high-ranking members of the bitch brigade. They kind of give me just a hot second. Okay. What? No, he doesn't want one, and you can't have that one either. Um, yeah, well, you ain't drinking it. <laughs> He's going to be a big trouble. Max is going to be a big trouble. <laughs> Tom is absolutely like alcohol's gross. Laura's like, oh, this tastes pretty good. She'll take about two sips and then set it down. Max is like, oh, this is homemade potato vodka with dirt in it. Glub, glub, glub. I gotta keep them off, but I'm gonna have another <laughs> another Colin. Oh. Anyway, back to the bitch brigade. <laughs> the, uh, the bitch brigade, you know, like I said, it's just it's various people that bitch about everything, anything, everyone. But some of them, I'm sorry, they have all rights to bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to do a lot of the heavy lifting around that store. They're the ones that constantly get, you know, the ones that lost their bonus. Yes, they lost their bonus, but they're still s- supposed to run their asses off and and um, kill themselves doing shit. For what? Um, 
So some of them I can understand, but there's other ones that will sit there and bitch about everything and anything. They're never happy about anything for no damn good reason. But they'll spend 20 minutes standing around bitching about shit instead of doing something. Hmm. Um, Sounds like I fit right in. (laughs) No, because I can see you doing something while you're bitching, you know. Um, well, then, no, 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 I'll, I'll, I will stand in that group and I'll bitch about everything <laughs> right down to, I might bitch right, right down to never mind what I, yeah. but eventually I'm going to be like, this is enough bitching. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and grab that broom and sweep behind this big long band that we have to jam up the pipe. <laughs> Oh my god, that fucking thing! Did, did you? You didn't know what that is? No, you, you've we've jammed that thing up the pole three or four times since you've worked there. I think. I don't think so. Oh well. And next, if you have, I haven't been paying attention. Next time enough. the nosher thing plugs yeah. up real good, I will make sure that you're the one that feeds <laughs> no. it to me. You got to pull the whole thing around over by the gang saw so we get the right angle. And I'm gonna jam it up there <laughs> like I'm gonna. Trying to do a terrible abortion on a dust tower, just oh jam it, wiggle it around. Honestly, if that if that gives me any type of um, mental acrobatics, I'll take it. I mean, I think that's the biggest downside to Badger. Yes. Is that it's about as mentally stimulating as the log sitting outside. It's a meditation. It's so unmentally stimulating that it's almost meditation. No, not even close. I could. I, no. <laughs> you, guys, do you, you got music? I yeah. You got I, podcasts. No. Okay. I've got to figure out. Can I download the podcast on Spotify? Okay, if you download Spotify on your phone right now, you can download all the podcasts you ever wanted for free. You can get mine. You get Joe Rogan's. You can get Yako. Well, you can Duncan Trussell. Honestly, you, you know get what? The I might have to download a buttload of fucking Joe Rogan because let's face it, his podcasts are about two hours long, so that'll keep me mentally stimulated for a while. It's podcasts make time go really quick. And honestly, that's what I need. I because okay. I know I should never have done it, but I will fully admit after. And that, uh, back to the whole Walmart thing, another reason why I left was the double standards, the okay. favoritism. Okay, hold on. Okay. Do you have to pee at all? Yes. Okay, good deal, because I do too. Potty break. Isn't the world a better place when you don't have to pee? Yes. Double standards. Yes. Um, there's, there, okay, one of the store level issues I had was, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always been favoritism. There's always been double standards. Be a, be a little bit careful with this. Yeah. Because we don't want to do no slant. Try not no, to say no, 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 yeah, no. I don't think you've to said a name yet. No. You're doing great. No, no, um, Then I won't. Um, but there's always been, from jump, there's always, and everywhere you go, there's double standards, there's favoritism, whatever. I but, like I like to stay on the... On the, on the good side of favoritism. Yeah, see, I have a problem with that because my lips don't quite form in the proper ass-kissing formation. So, <laughs> so I've never been able to stay on that side. Um, 
But it just, it got way too blatantly obvious. I mean, yes, it's always been there. Did I'm you put me down for a reference? Or a referral? Yes. God damn it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> if you make it six months, I get $300. Which I'll do easily. And I will give you... I'll pay you back for that 12 back <laughs> that you bought me today. Okay, double standards. I'm sorry. Okay, no, you're fine. But one of the things, you know, when we, we had when we would have really busy days in OGP, especially if I wore my hair down, you could not tell I was wearing a, uh, an earbud because I had the wireless ones. Um, I the wires get hung up on everything for me, so I hate mm-hmm. the wired ones. But. And for the longest time, I followed the rule. No earbuds on the floor. I, if I did wear them, I only wore them when I was in the back room and, you know, not doing receiving. Right. But then when I sat there and watched a handful of people wearing them, not... Edwin, ignore those. Just don't worry about those. Um... <laughs> Sorry, spam texting, and Edwin got all panicky about it. Thought it was somebody important. Um, but basically, when I watched a handful of people, didn't matter if it was store hours or not, unplug it, Edwin. You're fine. Um, wearing earbuds, and nobody's saying shit to them. Nobody's coaching them. Nothing. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna wear it too. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with OGP and all I'm doing is shopping. If I have one earbud in, I can oh, still do customer I, assistance. If I got that job shopping for people, yeah. I'm smoking a J, and then I'm putting both earbuds in. <laughs> and I'm giving these people the right upgrade when they don't have the chicken flays <laughs> that they ordered. I'm like, fuck yeah, give them the Tysons. <laughs> Actually, believe it or not, you are supposed to do that. I know. But, um... I'm <laughs> But the rubber bands that were on the table, I I put them in the bathroom. I just got. I have no idea. <laughs> I got sick and tired of, you know what? If they're gonna fucking do it, so am I. Mm-hmm. I, I. I need something to stimulate my brain because I know the story inside out. I could tell you where half the shit is without even blinking. I could tell you the aisle. Location. I know. If I can't find the fucking French onion soup powder, <laughs> I text send you a message. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm in there. You're like, it's there. Oh, yep. It's an eight, ten. I still don't know where it is. <laughs> Next time I lose it, I'll just text you. Grocery aisle A ten is French onion soup mix. Um, but that that actually came about with a a fun man or coach I had made it a game to locate shit. Okay. But anyways, double um, standards. Yeah, double Sorry. standards. Um, so I put my I put my earbuds in and cover it up with my hair because I knew the second certain people see me, they were going to be bitching. And I'd listen to the podcasts or I'd listen to a book on tape or whatever, anything to stimulate my brain. Mm-hmm. I need that at Badger. I desperately need it at Badger. I'm literally to the point where I'm about to say, can somebody give me something new to do? Cause I'm going to lose my mind. Um, well, haven't worked there for eight years. Yeah. That's exactly what you should do. I might. Uh, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just say it. Say it to Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been waiting for you to do this for. What, what do you want? 
I've been waiting for you to do this for a little bit now. It's been two weeks of you doing the nothing job in between. Yes. You don't even do nothing. You just flip more. Flip over. boards. <laughs> just flip. You know, and you then know? argue with whoever's next to me on whether or not that's nope. a bad board or not. I really feel like the people on the board line should at least switch with the uh, people on the nacho line. I don't care what they switch with me. Give me something else. Anything so, else. Okay. Y'all, y'all, tell that to... Frank. To Well, Frank, you gotta do nothing. Frank, he, he Frank really has no pull. Oh, okay. He's just a figurehead. Okay. Um, But tell Darren that, and then... Uh, once you tell him, you tell me you told him, and then I'll go start tickling. Okay. About. I I need mental stimulation. Yeah. I I do. I mean. I originally wanted you to get you up there on the machine that I run mm-hmm. because it's actually hard as fuck, but I've done it for so long that it's super easy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. But that's that's a mentally stimulating job because you got like like you, five different things. Yeah, you got five different things and doing like quality control yeah. on how thick the boards are and stuff. Well, I mean, I understand why they have me on the mundane job because I mean because you have a vagina. Well, that and um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's kind of what it is. Um, there are times where literally. <coughs> and yes, I've only been there for two weeks. And let's face it, I haven't worked a full week yet. Due to doctor's appointments mm-hmm. and, well, the snowstorm plus doctor's appointments. Don't worry about haven't that snowstorm thing. Two full weeks yet. But. Where was my brain going with this? I think we were talking about double standards at Walmart. Yeah, and then we went to Badger and, yeah. Well, yeah well, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to talk to Darren and see if I can. Get you get you moved around a little bit. The problem is, the problem we run into is we're always so short on people mm-hmm. that we don't have anybody to cover anybody's spot to yeah. to train somebody. Yeah, which sucks. Um, but that's just. Oh, the I know way where my brain was going on this. That's the way it always is. Yeah. But no, I mean, I I know two people who just lost their jobs. Maybe <laughs> no. Um, who lost their job? later. Anybody um, I know? Not directly. Um, I haven't heard of anybody losing a job in a long time. People are starting to lose their jobs now. Are now they? that COVID's it's, done. Uh, and it's actually coming back yeah, a little bit? You know, people are actually starting to lose their... Hell, even Walmart's firing. Um, I missed 96 days one year at Badger. <laughs> I had 96 unexcused days. Whoops. That was before... That was way back in the yeah. day and I was drinking real hard. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, there was a person who missed more than me, though. <laughs> Neither of us got fired. Oh, my God. I think part of it is because when you are there, you bust your ass. You know, you know your job. But if you're... And it's one thing I fear being is the, the robot. You know, just yeah. there to clock in, there to clock out. I mean, I know Frank gives me shit because I'm literally, in the two weeks I've been there, I was, okay, I clocked in at 5.02 one day, 
but most of the time I'm there at five o'clock on the dot. I'm literally clocking in at five o'clock. Well, on that's the dot. Th- this getting up early is a pretty big fucking adjustment for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, really big. I could see. I could see in your <laughs> eyes. I, I can't see your eyes from here, but I can see your eyes when I'm up on that yeah. thing. I can see you, and your eyes are just like. Well, I mean, considering I don't even... Are, what time do you go to bed every night? Uh, I try to go to bed by at least 8.30. Yeah, I don't even think about going to bed until 9 o'clock. Okay. And if I'm lucky, I'm in bed by 9.30. Okay, when you, you're going to want to adjust that. I can't. Because if I put Edwin to bed any later than 8.30, he is going to be up at 3 a.m. ready to party. Really? Yes. Ooh, that sucks. He'll be the one ready to start a badger at the 4 a.m., but I won't be. Bring him in. <laughs> I thought about we'll, that. We'll time. put him in the slab. I'll put him on the slab line. No, I thought about him with um, every time they blow out the notcher. Ed, uh, my brother had uh, his air compressor in my garage last summer. Mm-hmm. Edwin learned how to shoot his darts with it. Oh, nice. <laughs> He had a blast with this fucking air compressor blowing all the dirt out of my garage. How's your sinuses doing? Um, most days fine. Um, first thing in the morning, though, within an hour of me being there, I have to go blow my nose because oh, yeah. my nose wants to just drip. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's because of the new CPAP machine or if that's because of all the dust blowing around everywhere. That CPAP machine is going to fuck with your sinuses for a while. And it's actually going to su- fuck with your sinuses forever. I actually have kind of a big trouble with that. What I do is the fir- what I first thing I do. Well, you don't have uniforms like I do, but first thing I do when I get off work is yeah. I start digging all that shit out and I wipe it on my pants. Oh, I'm blowing I'm, my nose constantly I'm, as soon as I, I get off of work. I mean, you got to get uh, Evan calls it the wood putty, nasal <laughs> yeah. wood putty. Yes. You could just fill pat- patch holes in the wall with it. Okay, hang on one second. What's up, Edwin? I mean, go and do the phone charging. Well, you can sit down and play on it. Maybe, maybe play with Thomas and Okay, go play with Thomas and Max. Do whatever you want to do, except hurt my children. Uh, Take my guns. Yes. I know, you love that jalapeno challenge. To all our listeners out there, I apologize <laughs> that... This podcast happens in a real place. We have not yet built a studio. We're working on that. <laughs> we will take donations at the uh, Jimmering the Ether podcast. <laughs> Go fund me. Right. Uh, we got to tear the barn down first, and then we'll start building. Double standards. Um. Yeah, just there was a lot of them. A lot so of double standards. Other people could listen to their headphones. But other people could listen to their f- headphones. Um, and OGP, um, one of the OGP is online grocery pickup. Old gangster pickup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, whoever's on dispense, whoever brings the grocery or brings your order from inside to outside to your car, um, for the, the dispense app on our scanners never work properly. Never. So nine times out of ten, somebody has got to stand in that back room with their thumb up their ass and just constantly refresh the frickin' app to see if an order pops in. So that way you don't get your... You're not sitting out there for over five minutes. Yeah. It's the most boring-ass part of that job ever. Now, I've had shitty knees forever... I've had issues with it for years. 
I've ended up missing work because of it. Mm -hmm. But every time I would lean on something or I would sit on something or whatever, just to give my knees a break, because if I, if I do the shopping and I'm picking up orders and I'm doing a lot of heavy lifting or heavy pushing of the carts or whatever, that's when my knees start hurting more. I've seen you down there a little bit. Yeah. A little sit. Yeah. So I'll sit for a moment just to give my joints a rest. Minute or two. You know. I know what you mean. That's not going to be a trouble with Jazzer. (laughs) If you got to take, and if somebody bitches you, just say, I'm trying to get my knees done. Yeah. And, or not lock. Um, But if I was to sit or lean on something, I'd have somebody walking by making some smart ass comment. Even leaning? Yes. Lean. Fuck that place. I'm not working there. (laughs) And I understand that they want us to keep moving. I get that, the importance of it. Um, Or when I was back in receiving and I'm checking somebody in. Okay, now, when I'm in receiving, I'm pulling freaking heavy-ass pallets all the damn time. I'm rearranging shit. I'm checking in trucks, fenders, whatever. If I was to sit on a stack of pallets while I'm checking in a... A vendor, somebody would be bitching about it. Like, would they come and bitch, say, hey, you can't be sitting down? Or would they, they would, would it be all hearsay back to you? Oh, Mary's being lazy in the back. Both. Oh, nice. Some people will sit up and make, you know, make some sort of smart-ass comment to you directly to your face. Those people I respect more. Or you'd get the, you know, backwards talking and it's or behind your back talking and it's that person making the original snarky comment, is that a supervisor or just a person at your same level? Both. Well, person at the same level. Tell them to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just... But at the same time, oh, so-and-so over here who has perfect, you know, ass-kissing formation of the lips. Yeah. You got to roll the tongue so it slides in the butthole. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Not a sound I needed to hear. <laughs> Especially not over these headphones. Ask my bride about it. She doesn't mind it at all. Uh, I'll, uh, I think I'll avoid those details. <laughs> but, you know, someone else does it or someone else is standing around gossiping about every Tom, Dick, and Harry in the place, and they're perfectly freaking fine. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I could see why that got to you. How long, like, did, how long did that go on before um, you said? A few years. Oh, God. It got really bad this last year or two, but, and I just, I got to the point where I was like, I'm done. Mary, you are the kindest, generous, most generous, patient, loving person that I have in my, in my radar. Yeah. And for you to finally to be ready to be like, fuck you, I'm not working anymore here anymore, that had to be a pretty big deal. I got to the point with a couple equal level as me associates that their attitudes, and even when I complained to the higher-ups about their attitudes or about shit they were doing, it got blatantly ignored. When I got to the point that it was either I'm going to punch this bitch in the face mm-hmm. or I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Why don't we just punch him? 
yeah, can't do, wait. Do you ever do you ever wonder about that? Why don't we just fucking let them have it and just be like, I've never had a. For me, it's catching the charges. I've never had a disorderly conduct before, and they're I probably. Have. Have oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, I have actually had a disorderly conduct. Tell me, tell me what and you did. What did you oh do? Oh God, I was. Did you did you beat her teeth right out or what? No, actually, I've had two in my life. Both of them, I was middle school age. I had two disorderly conducts, both in middle school. Um, one girl, I beat the shit out of because she was bullying my brother Donnie. Tell me about. It. I want to. I, I want to hear about beating the shit. Tell get. The whole story. Statute of limitations is gone. Oh, yeah, and I've already paid the fine and been charged. Um, I pled guilty to that. Okay. How do I set this up? Um, basically... Donnie's your skinny brother, right? Donnie's the skinny, the youngest. Okay. Um, he was in elementary school at the time. I think the girl I beat up, she was only a year younger than I was. And Donnie is at least four years younger than I am. So there's quite a bit of an age gap there. Gotcha. She was... And I got heard rumors that she was bullying him Donnie was definitely acting different at home so signs were there um, so one day I decided after school I was going to go pick him up and walk home with him I walked around the corner and caught her basically getting physical with him and I got in her face it started out just verbal she made some sort of comment. What she? What did? I don't oh, remember. Come on, I, you I, remember? No, honestly, I don't. It's, dude. I'm what? How the fuck old are we? I'm forty-two. All right, so I'm forty-two too, because I'm only a few months younger than you. Four hundred twenty-two years old. Yes, forty-two exactly. too. Um, but, and this got yeah. This was middle school at least. Um, but oh. basically, I came around the corner. Got in her face originally. She said something. Um, even her her bigger sister, who was in my grade, was trying to tell her to back off. Not, not don't go there. Don't fuck with her. And she didn't want to listen. I. She made another comment, basically saying she was going to do whatever the fuck she wanted to my brother. And I just started beating the fuck out of her. Just started punching the hell out did of her. You start with a punch. Yes. To the face. Yes. Did she go down right away, or did you get a couple in? No, I got a few in. I made it worth it. Tap, 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 tap. Um, then she falls down. By the end of Did it. Did you ground and pound her? Yes. Oh. I went uh, city fighting. Let's put it that right. way. Right. Got you. City fighting with a little bit of country mixing because I was I was up here long enough. Um, needless to say, I got suspended for a few days for that because it was on school grounds. Um, and I was... I remember the one thing my teacher and the principal kept re or one of my teachers and the principal kept telling me over and over again is how lucky I was her parents didn't press charges because I actually, you know, could have seriously hurt her and I'm like, she'll be fine. Um Was she bleeding? Yes. Yeah. And apparently had a concussion. Oh, good deal. Good job, Mary. <laughs> Did she ever fuck with your brother again? No. There you go. Exactly. And and Donnie, at least back then, he was, hell, he was a lot like Thomas. You know, the sweet, lovable, kind, the, you know, the nice one. Leave the, leave the sweetheart alone, you know. But, just, yeah. Just picking on him because he's a little different. Yeah, pretty much. And 
yeah. I, I grew up with four brothers. Well, three for the majority of my life. A fourth one came, on, came in later on. But I've always had guys in my life, so. You ever hear from that other one? Which I've, I actually have, which one? Can't say it out loud, but the one I was friends with for a while, real good friends with. Yes, I, I actually I got just got pictures of his baby recently. Yeah, he's got a, du- he's got double bun going. Did you know that? No. That's what uh, that's what our niece says is that uh, he's got twins coming. Oh dear God! But there's gonna be a, he's can't, kicking about a paternity test or something. I feel like he's doing okay. No, he is. He's. Uh, I will fully admit, for a while there, I was really worried about him. You know what? Big trouble was. Hmm. He was fucking drinking with me. Not. It, no, it wasn't just that. It, there was other things too, and even after that, there was. I want to say at least a year period of time where I seriously worried about him. I worried, what the hell is he doing with his life? What. I understand he's trying to get his shit straight, but how does he think the path he's on is going to do any good? I think that that gentleman is a very, very good person inside. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, don't doubt that. I think he's got limited brain power, and that's part of the reason we love him. Yes. Is because of his limited, unli- his limited brain power. There was a fucking time where I was so pissed off about his situation mm-hmm. when he had to fucking live in a goddamn camper in the winter and shit in a bucket because he couldn't fucking rent a place or nothing. Yes. That and I... People I, in his situation really get fucked by society. Yes, they I mean, do. he did his goddamn time. Just let this person be a normal person. But at the same time, I understand the fear because well, there oh, are sure. several repeat offenders... But there are other people that just one bad choice and they're screwed for life. And it does suck. It, it does suck on them because the repeat offenders are basically screwing right. the one-time yeah. fuck-ups. I mean, and he'll admit, he fully admits his crime. He's oh, like, yes, no, I, I, I was in a bad place. I was on drugs. I was drinking. I fucked up. Yeah, I... Um, but at the same time, and I see it now, his his mental age compared to his physical age. Right. I can almost understand on some levels mm-hmm. why that original fuck up happened. Oh, for sure. Because oh, he's I- always been like that. statute limitations is done if I were to say that I never oh. yeah got never had a, never did statutory rape but I dated girls yeah. when I was 18 that mm-hmm. were 16 17 mm-hmm. and it came close to that and when you're in that situation when you're 19 and she's 16 it seems okay yeah well heck my ex that originally introduced us, I was underage when me and him started dating. Oh, okay. He was actually, 
yeah, he turned 21 while we were dating. Um, so there was at least a two-year difference between me and him. And I know until I hit my 18th birthday, he sweated it for a while. You know, so I understand that. Um, we have another mutual friend that, you know, I have a, caught I work, charges. I work, I work. That, get screwed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. And you become a goddamn sex offender forever. Are you talking about the mutual friend that I used to be friends with? Mm, probably. Does dad drive a semi? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That fucking bitch. She was living with him. I watched that fucking bitch ride his dick. Okay. I, I walked into the room and saw her on top. Yeah. That was, They were in love. Mm-hmm. They were in fucking love. They were love. dating for a while, weren't they? Yes. They d- yeah. dated for a whole fucking year. I saw her on top having a f- coming on his fucking dick. Yeah. And then six months later, they break up. And she's screaming statutory rights. Parents get involved. Guess what? You're in prison. Yeah. He got his entire life fucked. Yeah. For dating a twat waffle. <laughs> twat waffle. Hey, well, you it's either that or Contosaurus. Take your pick. Contosaurus Rex. Uh, I got to pee again. Okay. Do you have to pee at all? No, I'm good. Yeah, you're not drinking. That's the same drink. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. Take a little break. Give my ear. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Do your fart noise. I. This poor me. Edwin, go. Do a fart noise or I'm kicking you <laughs> off this podcast. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, that sounds a little So what was the last straw? Um. I think it was more a personal level. Um, basically, just... I mean, hell, like Terry just pointed out. One week at Badger, I just deposited a check that was two weeks of pay at Walmart. Maybe a little bit less, but considering it wasn't even a full 40-hour week, not bad. You plus know? 100 plus, well, in your car, probably probably 50 bucks of driving back and forth. You know, in gas. Yeah, roughly. I mean, that's a week. I mean, right. it just, basically, when I finally figured out my, you know, my personal life where I could pick up more hours at work, the thought of picking them up, um, the thought of picking up more work, picking up more hours. That's a fart noise. <laughs> In the department I was in, just, it seemed like I couldn't do it. I just, I couldn't do it. It was, I've always been the type of person that if I wake up in the morning and the first thought that comes to my mind is, oh my God, I don't want to go to work, I'm quitting the job. I was getting too close to that. Parenting. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Not help you try that. (laughs) Go sit down. I'm not drinking that. <laughs> you quit because of a personal thing. Yeah, just basically the drive to and from work. I mean, it was 23 miles one way. Mm-hmm. Not to mention I'd have to go to Prentice two days a week to pick up Edwin. It just, 
it got to the point that with everything going on, like I said, the changes in policy corporate-wise, the shit store-wise, it got to the point that, not that I woke up dreading going to work, but when I sat there and I thought about it, and I go, oh my God, I've got to work with so-and-so more, or oh my God, I'm going to see so-and-so more, and that thought just filled me with overwhelming dread Dread. and depression (laughs) i'm like okay no i either got to switch departments or i got to switch companies something's got to give here um not to mention i just lately i've i noticed my own personality change i noticed my own mood change and it's like okay what is causing this change i fix one issue in my life okay it the problem's still there um just hit decline edwin that's spam spam callers you get spam texts oh i get spam texts i get spam calls i get spam everything well i don't have calls on my phone so i don't get them but i never get spam texts oh i always do um close that down yes can try try to delete spam calls yeah it doesn't work that easily They'll call me from a different number. Yeah, again, spam. Ignore. Um, yeah, the spam texts right now are, oh, I you were inquired about health care. Uh, when? I have never inquired about health care. Um, thanks to my husband's career in the military, I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so are you uh, you better off now? Um, getting there. Good. Getting there. Um, I don't know if it's the change of weather or the career change or what it is, but yeah, definitely getting there. It's a completely different type of work. Well, yeah. Completely different. But at the same time, I mean, like we said before, one thing I loved about Walmart is there was always a new challenge. It was always mentally stimulating in some way, shape, or form. We're not going out to get that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So I've got to I've got to figure out other ways of tr- uh, activating my brain, especially first thing in the morning. You know how I do that? Flip this. I found a cool picture of Tom and Barbie. This okay, whatever. Cool. Really cool. I like to get to get to work and uh, uh, be like, "What's this day of work going to be like?" Because so I've been there long enough, I can get a feel for it. Yeah. I can see if everybody's crabby or everybody's good or mm-hmm. what's going on how my machine's gonna run yeah eight o'clock break comes around and i uh change my situation not gonna say it yeah. out loud but i change yeah. the situation yeah. and then usually after that i'm just kind of hanging out having a good time yeah see my problem is is that i'm way too accident prone no, no. oh you're yes. just you're just not you're just not you got to learn how to do it you just gotta learn how to do it. No, good thanks. I'll start you out little. <laughs> no, good. No, it'd be fine. Cause that'd be my freaking luck. Is I'd I'd do it and. Have you ever realized the secrets to the universe at work? No. I do that at least once a day. I'd be happy to learn the secrets of my own life. What is the meaning of life? What? What? Okay, that's. I've been thinking all day about asking you about this. 
What is the purpose of life? I don't know right now. That That's something that's going to take me pondering on. Can I give you mine? Okay. To get to breeding age, mm-hmm. breed, have offspring, mm-hmm. and bring those offspring to breeding age. Okay. Then, then die. True. That is really... For some, yes. We're just an animal. Yeah. And that's what we do. Frogs go in the mud and freeze during the winter, come up, score a bunch of eggs, make a bunch of rivet noises. <laughs> noises. Annoy the hell out of me all day of yeah. night. Oh, you don't like that? I, oh. Yes and no. I've literally, the swamp in my backyard, there's a lot of them. Yeah, they get pretty loud. And they get very annoying. And you, considering I'm the type of person that I almost need dead quiet to actually fall asleep. See, I sleep better with them. Yeah, with them no. guys going when they really get their cheap and what do you call those frogs? You got a, your family. I got a, I got a wide variety of frogs. Uh, we call I call them spring peepers. Yeah, no, I got a wide variety. I got big fat toads. I got little bitty tree frogs. I got the whole freaking shebang in my back. I mean the ones that make that noise. Oh fuck! If in I the know. spring, spring peepers. That sure, noise, we'll go with that. That noise that you're hearing that keeps you awake is peeping. <laughs> we'll go with that. I can't even make the noise. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, I hear different. I hear different frogs. I hear different. Rabbit. <laughs> Something like that. I mean, literally, if you if I open up the window in the back part of the house and listen to them on a day that isn't freezing or raining, um, you can definitely hear the different croaks, the different frogs. You can hear the difference in the sounds they make. And at times, yes, it's very interesting trying to, you know, imagine what frickin' amphibian is making that noise. You gotta think, what is that guy thinking out there making that? Yeah. Noise? Yeah. What is he doing? You know what he's trying do to do? Do the ladies really come to that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why he's yeah. doing it. He wants... He's, yeah, he's, he's trying looking, to get some. He's looking for some tail. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he needs. But it's like... But to me, it's something that just keeps me awake and keeps my brain active you don't all like freaking it. night. Okay. To me, it's like... To me, it's like a rainstorm. It's relaxing. Now, see, a rainstorm I can fall asleep to. I mean, it can be thunder and lightning and crashing outside, and I'm full relaxed. But those damn frogs will keep me up all night. I can't do it. You live in the wrong swamp, then. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's the joys of living with sh- being married to Shrek. That uh, that swamp keeps getting closer to your house, too. You know what I'm Oh, yeah. Right now, it's currently running into my basement. I got a little trouble with that, too. <laughs> I had to put new some popos on the other day. <coughs> Not right now. What thought is swirling in that head of yours? You got any questions for me? Not that I can think of at the moment. I hope you get used to it. I hope you're. I worry a lot about your ankles and your knees. Yeah. Because you're not used to standing still like that. 
No. Well, that and I also have arthritis in the lower part of my body, which doesn't fucking help with this rain. You know what I do when my body hurts? I lift weights. <laughs> it really helps a bunch, actually. Oh, I'm sure it does. You get that full does, flexibility. Does anybody, when I'm up there lifting weights, does anybody say anything? They, look at Tom. He's up there being stupid again. Or no. Does anybody make fun of me? No. T- t- today, Tally tells me, she's Tom. I was bringing in. I, okay, which one's Tally? Tally's the girl up on the carpet. All her clothes always match. Not sure which one she is. Kind of cute. She's the one on the. Fire There's bed. a couple cute ones floating around she, there. She's the only girl that's up on a scaffolding. Up, okay. Up high. Yeah. That's Tally. that's Tally. Today I was bringing. I was going to do some deadlifts today. Oh yeah, I fell in love with her boots. Tally's? Yeah, you I don't know why. Something there. about that, her boots I love. I don't know why. Tally's a really nice person. But yeah. She so gets a weird, little bit wiggly on the mental health here and there, but who the hell doesn't, you know? Right. Uh, anyway, today she said I was grabbing, uh, I brought my other 225-pound weights from my bar because mm-hmm. I wanted to do 100-pound deadlifts. Yeah. And I was there. I took him out of my truck, and she was out there having a cigarette. And she goes, Tom, I really admire you. I don't even want to do the work I have to do, <laughs> let alone more. And I was like, it's good for your brain. It, yeah. makes, you f- it makes you feel That good. I understand. That I do understand. Because, I mean, I mean, heck, when I was in Norfolk and I was working out all the time with Terry when he was on the Fat Boy program, or when I came back here and me and you were working out for a while. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of times where, yes, it was fully good on the brain. Um, so, yeah, that I fully understand. And, I mean, there's a lot of times I really wish I could do it more. But I'm, unlike you, I am not the type that could just run down the frickin' road and be happy with that. I would, I'd probably die of boredom. I wouldn't stick with it. I know I wouldn't. Well, running is awful. Yes. You have to apply a bunch of THC to it. By the way, how's your knee doing? It's a weird thing. It took one... Okay, so... That's a paint opener? Yes. Just leave it on the table. Yeah, I'll say, let's not lose that. Uh, I think I got about six of them floating around my house. Which one, Lola? Edwin, not right now. Listen to music. These cigars are not going to help out my run time. <laughs> uh, what the fuck was I going to say? We were talking about running. Running. And, you, and I asked you about your knee. Oh, the knee. Um, so, when I first started running, I don't like to spend a whole lot of money on myself. Mm-hmm. What is this, alcohol? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, instead of just going to the Walmart and buying some running shoes, I asked Colin, all of Colin's friends if they had any running shoes and his friend Zach gave me a pair of running shoes and mm-hmm. that's what I've been using. Okay. And they're they're Nikes. They're good. They're yeah. three quarters worn out. And I did a couple. I ran all last summer yeah. and I ran twice this year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, you know, these shoes are kind of worn out. I, you know, I run a lot. I like mm-hmm. to run. I'm going to get me some fancy new running shoes. Mm-hmm. And I went down to the old shoe sensation or mm-hmm. whatever the hell it's called. And I bought a $40 pair of Fila's. Yeah. 
And I spend some time looking at them and trying them mm-hmm. on. I run in them, and the first thing that happens is the outside of my knees are just fucking burning. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Maybe it's just because I haven't ran in a while. Mm-hmm. Then I do it again. Same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It hurts so much, I actually have to go to the doctor because I think my knee's fucked up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's you got to stretch your yeah. IT band more or something. Yeah. Put on the old shoes and go for a run. No troubles whatsoever. Yeah. So it's just something to do with... The way the, your feet are positioned in the yeah. new shoes. Yeah. And it's pretty much... It's sort of the problem I'm having right now with the work shoes. You know, that I... Again... Um, week one, I buy, you know, the Walmart steel toe boots, you know, work boots. And between the weight of the shoes or the weight of the boots and just how new they are, my, uh, I could not, there was no way in hell I was making, I mean, I went home early that last day I was there, went home took a uh, couple good painkillers and went to sleep for two hours. Woke up, went to my husband's birthday celebrations, and I still was hurting every time I tried to stand. I mean, heck, I think for that I sat, you know, 90% of the time. You did. That was fun. (laughs) Yes. I really had a good time at that. I'm glad. I'm really glad. Midget wrestling is what it was. Yeah. Micro wrestling. Be politically correct. Suck my <laughs> midget dick. I heard one of them saying, I was yes. like, okay, it's okay to say bitch. Yes. Because no. at first I was kind of like, um, I was a little yeah. perplexed by that whole midget wrestling thing because I was like, what if these are just little people that really think they're great wrestlers? Yeah. Or do they know that they're a spectacle? Yeah. Do they know that most of the people that are seeing them right now yeah. have never seen this many midgets in a group before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let alone flying off the top rope and body slamming each <laughs> right. other? They put on a really good show. Yes, they did. It was an excellent show. I mean, I'm not into wrestling at all, but I had fun at that show. So. I actually was pretty drunk. And I was peeing, and they were all sitting in the shower room by the bathroom. Yeah. And I, lit- I said to them, you know, you guys are really doing a great job. I'm being super entertained. And they're like, fuck you, bitch, <laughs> is what they said to me. <coughs> but the nice thing is, is you didn't get offended by it. No, that's just what they did. Yeah. I don't know. Midgets are always angry, I guess. I have no idea. I, I don't know either. I, I have not met too many of them. When I um, run for president, this is really going to hurt me. <laughs> the midget vote will definitely not be in my direction. <laughs> You'll be all right. Uh, I think honestly, all midgets will get a twenty-four hundred dollars stimulus. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how that presidential race worked out. Oh fuck! What a do. But no, it was it was an excellent show. Um, you missed you missed a lot of the fun because um, you went you left before. They did the photo op session. Uh, yeah, I saw the photos you put up. I, I had to go. I'm yeah, sorry, no. but I, I really... I you had, to, you I had, had to, work the next day. I had to, go, I I had to go to work, and I was... You were already up way past your bedtime. I had Mama's new rig, and I was like, I better not have... I got to get out of here and go yeah. to bed. <laughs> but no, um, it was a lot of fun. I mean, any, afterwards, when they were doing the photo thing... Um, you know what made me nervous? Hmm. is when they started auctioning stuff off. That 
the dick with my brain a little bit. Because I felt like they were like, oh my God, we didn't make enough money. We got to try and sell this squished no, up trash can for a hundred bucks. It's more, um, I mean, hell, it's just fan stuff, you know, basically a little memento, a little, you know, and it does, it helps, you know, a little extra money. Right. Because, I, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, yeah, those shows might make pretty good money, but I can't imagine they're rolling in the dough. Um, somebody told me that that show cost 3000 bucks to get them there from uh, Kentucky was $3,000. Wow. So take yeah, that. Yeah, they made peanuts. Take that, divide it by 10, factor in gas. Divide that by 10, and that's just the wrestlers. That's not right. counting the backstage people. Um, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, all the other behind-the-scenes people, they don't make shit with it. They really don't. I, it's almost like... the. I hope that they feel like they're just doing an art and it's worth not making a whole bunch of money because it is kind yeah. of an art. Yeah, it is. And they have fun with it. I mean, you can tell to a certain extent they're having fun too. Um, especially, you know, afterwards when the rest of our group was at the food truck um, before they closed up. I'm sitting at the bar and I'm, you know, watching them afterwards and they just had fun with it. I mean, yeah, there were still some of the cranky old ones, you know, just like, what's this supposed at work, you know, just. Mm-hmm. But some of them were just having a good time. They, you could tell they were, yeah, it's a job, but they're still having fun with it. Good. That's good. You got anything more to say about Walmart? Do you miss it? I'm sure you there do. There are parts. I mi- There are things about Walmart I do miss. And don't get me wrong. Walmart. All in all, is I mean, fuck, the Medford store is awesome. I mean, yes, there are some people there that made it unbearable for me. But overall, it's a good store. It's a lot better than some other stores. And Walmart as a company, they do have a lot of good parts about them. It's just somewhere in the last 10 years... They went from, when I first started there, I felt like, you know, even though I was a little guy, I was just starting out, I felt like I belonged. I felt, mm-hmm. I didn't feel overlooked. But now, and I understand some of it's, you know, bad employees across the country. I mean, Walmart's freaking everywhere. Some bad eggs. I seen a thing the other day that said they were shut, starting to shut some of them down, actually. And those are stores that don't make profits. And they're actually, they've been shutting some stores down over the last like five years. But these. How can a Walmart not make a profit? Exactly. And that, and it's not just, they could be not making a profit due to theft. They could not be making a profit due to bad customer service. And people are like, fuck it. I just don't want to go here anymore. I'd rather go pay more at the county market. Exactly. Um, there are various reasons, but the thing is, is that literally before Walmart shuts down a store, the steps they take to try and save that store and save the jobs, you know, close to their homes is vast. They do a lot. And then once they get to the point where they're like, dude, we've tried everything we can to help you. Mm-hmm. We, there's nothing more we can do. Then they shut it our down. Our Walmart stores. Okay. So like if you got a... If, for instance, McDonald franchise. Yeah. The McDonald's in Medford, that's owned by a guy in Medford. Yeah. 
Is that does Walmart run like that? No. Okay. Mm-mm. No, Walmart is basically it's corporate. Corporate's out in Arkansas. Um, I can't think of the town right now. It's basically where the first Walmart store was I, open. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but basically, just like every McDonald's, even though you know a guy in Medford owns the Medford McDonald's, mm-hmm. that franchise. Um, <laughs> gotta love Wisconsin Fucking weather. big old snowflake coming down out there. Um, they, even though a guy in Medford owns that McDonald's, he owns the franchise, or a part of the franchise. Um, he still has to follow certain standards. Right, right. I understand Where Walmart, it, nobody, no, well, no one individual owns it, per se. It's a board. Um, well, at least not since Sam Walton died. No one person owns it. Um, we, literally, the the overall goal of Walmart is that no matter if you were to walk into any Walmart across the country, you would find certain things in certain locations. You would find pretty much almost everything in the exact same stores. Yep. Yep. Um, there are small variations mm-hmm. depending on what state or region you're in. Like if you go down south, you can probably find twenty different flavors of grits. But up here, we have right. one. Yeah. Quick nobody, grits. Nobody, that's it. Nobody wants fucking grits in Wisconsin. Actually, you'd be surprised. It's one of our top sellers. Really? It's yes. not yours. You work at Badger. We well, sell ballots. Shut up. But Mary, I hope I didn't do you wrong. No, nah, you're good. But coaxing you out of there. No, I mean, and I'll, I, I, I'm going to be perfectly freaking honest with you. I applied at five other places before I applied at uh, Badger. I'm sure. And I was told I was either overqualified, underqualified, or... Where did you apply? Give me... Tell me these places. Um, I applied at uh, Buers. I applied at... Um, I don't remember the name of the company in Dorchester. There was one in... I think it was Dorchester. Okay. I, don't, I, I, know, I know what you're talking about. I went... Basically, I did the Wisconsin Job Center website. I went through various places there. I did a couple out of the newspaper. I mean, I did my research and applied at any that I even remotely thought I would come close to qualifying for. Um, And a lot of people don't, a lot of companies don't realize. Yeah, I worked for Walmart. They think it's all, you know, mindless twits. But there are certain aspects of Walmart, especially like with receiving, I got quite a bit of knowledge back there. Right. It can transfer over to other places. Is it almost like a thing where, like, if you s- say that you worked for Walmart for the last 10 years, that you're kind of a idiot or something? I mean, is that, like, yes. shunned on? Believe it or not, yes. Yeah. That, um, they I, don't I look get that's stupid, but I understand yeah. how society would do that. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I've met some of my co- uh, some of the coworkers <laughs> there. Um, I can fully understand how that stereotype has come about. But at the same time, like, I applied for one factory job in Medford and was told I was underqualified. How the... Uh, my only thing was I didn't want to be on a production line. Because... Well, if you're a, a factory in Medford, that's what you do is a oh production no. line. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of other positions that do not require you being on a production line. 
And it was basically. I was, re- I was really hoping you get that uh, that school one in Medford. You'd be I, great at that. I was hoping for it too, but I never heard back from them. They, it was one of those that I didn't get a rejection or an acceptance or a kiss my ass or nothing. So I'm like, all right, fine, bye, ciao. You know, not gonna sweat it. Um, and it, and it's again one of those where, um, and I asked. Um, A friend of my, or actually a friend of my mom's, one of my adopted aunts. She, she basically helps. She lives in Chicago, but she helps people find jobs. Okay. She helps them do resumes and find jobs mm-hmm. that fit them. And she's freaking excellent at it. And I asked her, I was like, dude, what is wrong with me? I know I'm more than qualified for a lot of the jobs I'm applying for, but I'm not even hearing back responses. And she said, basically, it's a lot of people do not realize how, like, a, uh, like say if you're uh, a store manager at a fast food restaurant, how that breaks down into different tasks. That's hard shit. Yeah. That's really hard yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, or when I was receiving in Walmart, there was literally about a year and a half time, and I was in receiving during most of the COVID crap. There was about a year and a half time where I was doing various tasks that were not mine. They were from two other job descriptions because the people were never coming to work. But yeah, that was a big thing for a while. Basically, because a lot of people don't realize that, you know, I applied for one, um, this was a few months back, but I applied for a shipping and receiving job. And I was told I was underqualified because I work at Walmart. Tell me what you res- you did reshipping and receiving at yeah, Walmart. Well, Ex- mainly explain res- what that job is to me. Well, basically, mainly with res- it's mainly receiving, but I did some shipping out. Where basically I have to create for the receiving part is okay. You get beer in. Let's say you know the Bud guy got three thousand cans of Bushlight. Exactly. So I've got to check in. I've got to count every one of the, uh, those. Or cases, verify what he has there is what is on this thing. The shipping order. Yeah. Yep. And verify if it does not match, then I've got to adjust the paperwork. Mm-hmm. He's got to initial it. I've got to initial it. I've got to check it into the system. And you they, have to you have to do some negotiating with this guy if you no. have to. You have to be like, hey, there ain't enough here. Well, no. Well, you, well, you're for uh, one pallet short of bush light, yeah. and you got to be able to talk to that person yep. and not get in a big argument. Exactly. you got to communicate with them. You've got to, okay, skills. we're going to adjust your paperwork. You're going to initial it. I'm going to initial it, and we're going to call it good. Check it into Walmart's computer system, which, thank you, God, a lot of that was idiot-proof. You know, well, you could still fuck it up, but it, was, it, it took some effort to fuck it up. Um... And then they go on their way. But there are certain rules and regulations with different things that you have to know. You have to abide by. You have to follow. Whether it's a state regulation, a store regulation, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, So some of those got interesting trying to keep straight in your head. Um, As far as um, some of it was just, okay, you know the Walmart trucks here I hit a button it's here we got the order now we're thankfully before I got into receiving they Walmart kind of changed this 
it was no longer my issue whether or not everything was on that truck that's supposed to be on that truck. It became the department or the team leader, the department managers. Okay, you got to verify, you know, and you can't verify right then and there that you've got everything because we get too much shit in. I mean, we get easily on a random day, we'll get a 3,000 piece truck. Um, but does the, everything come out of that? You got a couple Barbie cases of Barbies, and yes, some bush lights, and no, 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 um, beer, soda, and some of the chips. And bread is all vendors. Those come from a third-party source. Some fishing stuff, some hunting stuff is third-party. That just gets mailed to us. Where I'll get a, a package from UPS. Uh, guns are all mailed to us. I would assume. Um, <laughs> they, oh, God. Don't even get me started on gun regulations. I love <laughs> I love guns. Well, yes. Can I ask you a question? Hmm. Um, my daughter shot a deer mm-hmm. this last fall mm-hmm. with my AR-15. Mm-hmm. Which, in my brain, is like, that's the right weapon to do that with. It does not have a whole lot of recoil. It's pretty accurate. It's fast round. Which is good for her, especially the recoil part. Might be a little bit small for killing deer. I've killed a lot of deer with an AR-15. Um, anyway, she made it happen. Mm-hmm. Shot the motherfucker right where she should. Mm-hmm. Thing died. And all her classmates were like, Laura, you shot it with an AR-15. Was there anything left? People in this country think that AR-15s are a tank. I don't understand what's wrong with that. And... It's general knowledge. Wow. It's I think it's from the news. It's not just that. It's, it's. I mean, literally, right, right now, if you were to tell me the size of a hole that bullet would put into a body, it would be news to me. I okay. Could, I that, honestly that, could not tell you. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. An AR-15 is a s- pretty fucking small round. Is it, okay. Is it this? Basically, if you were, when you shot the deer, would it put in a hole in it the size of a dime, a quarter, or... Because in a lot of people's minds, the second you get to AR anything, that's the th- that's they're th- thinking like baseball size holes. That, ex- exactly, and you're on the same thought process right mm-hmm. now. Even that you, even though you think you're like it's a ba- baseball size thing, in my brain it's a small round. It's the rifle that I had used, and yeah. it probably wasn't adequate for what we have to do with it yeah. in combat. Understandable, but the way the news hypes it up, they think that it you shoot a person with an AR-15 and they just fucking explode. Damn near, an AR-15 is a pretty small round. And I really had thought that in a community like she goes, Laura Mm. goes to school in Rib Lake. I really had thought in a in a community like Rib Lake that they would have a pretty decent grasp on what an AR-15 is. No, they don't. They don't at all. Literally, I mean. Some of it is general education. Some of it is lack of experience. I mean, personally with me, I grew up with... There were certain parts of my family that believed because I was a female, I was made to cook, clean, and raise the kids. That was it. I was not taught to do certain things. The only reason I ever took hunter safety was as an incentive for my older brother. 
My older brother had failed hunter safety twice. They got his city slicker sister, little sister, in hunter safety with him to try and motivate him to pass hunter safety so he could go hunting. And this was in Ohio? No, this was actually here in Wisconsin. My first year in Wisconsin. Um, oh, God, that's another freaking story to tell you. But um, I have to pee again. Okay. I'm sorry. Pause. 